Welcome back to the Nick Finzer Audio Experience. Today, uh, we are sharing seven tips for playing high notes on the trombone. It's one of the most popularly requested videos, I think, of all time. Um, and one of the high, most highly encountered questions when uh, teaching young people trombone and trombone-related things. And so I've made this video, which is part one of uh, probably several parts that will end up on YouTube. But for now, this is the first part, seven tips to develop the upper register. And I should just say as a caveat, this is not by any means the end-all be-all of high note making knowledge. And my knowledge is personal to me and works for me to play in the way that I want to play. Uh, it is not necessarily a method for playing screaming lead trombone. Uh, it's probably uh, more apt for solo work and things of that nature. So I hope this answers some of your questions. Thanks for being here. I'm glad you could take a listen today, and we will catch you in the next episode. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most popularly requested topics by brass players everywhere for whatever reason. I think that it's overrated, but I think people are interested in it, so we're definitely going to talk about it today. Upper register development, upper register maintenance, upper register kind of everything. My main considerations with the upper register are one, preventing injury by having too much tension, and two, uh, being very patient. So keeping those things in mind that this stuff is going to come at you very slowly. It's going to be a long-term project, not a short-term project, and um, just need you to have that patience and persistence that it will pay off eventually. So my main thing that I tell people to do when they say they want to play in the upper register is to play in the upper register. So what do I mean by that? I mean to take some songs that we know and play them in the upper register. So I like to take jazz ballads, uh, something like the opening of In a Sentimental Mood, for example. Not up an octave right away, but maybe I can play it up a whole step in E minor instead. So that would be... Gets us up into the upper register without uh, being crazy, right? So then we would keep going up and half steps, up and half steps, up and half steps, until you can't play it anymore. So we're building up endurance, we're building up practical use of the upper register. I'm not going to exercises first because I want you to go to music first. Exercises will only get you good at playing exercises. Use the opening of Getting Sentimental, Tommy Dorsey, right? Right, it's just a major seven arpeggio starting on the seventh and going up and say, okay, maybe that's too high for you. So you're gonna start lower. You're gonna start maybe an F. Now, I know that's like not helpful at all. You're just like, I can't play in the upper register. So how are we gonna get comfortable with the upper register? So the most important thing that you can think about with your airstream is compression. Now when I say compression, I'm meaning compression and focus of the airstream as you ascend. And so how do we do that? And that's by adjusting the vowel sound that's inside of our mouth. So as we go into the low register, obviously we talk about an O sound, do. Right, an ah in the middle, ah, and then it's an E in the upper register. O, ah, E. Oh, ah, E. 
gets even more extreme as we get into the upper register. So ah to e, ah to e. The higher I go, the more e syllable I'm thinking of. So all I'm doing is compressing the airstream down by t lifting the tongue in the back of the mouth. And you're getting the air to move faster through a smaller space, which then results in the notes that we want. There's other people that have a more muscular approach to doing this, and I find that eventually it's gonna come and bite you in the butt. Vowel sound, airspeed, air compression, and uh, focus. So those are, the kind of, those are the concepts, applying it to what I was just thinking in terms of tunes. Thinking in terms of tunes. That's what I'm thinking about in there. And I'm focusing that air, pushing the air faster to make the notes come out. I'm not pushing against my face. I'm not doing anything crazy with the diaphragm. I'm just having good air support and focusing that airstream with the tongue, the vowel shape on inside of the mouth. Now there's a lot of things you can do exercise wise, but I think we should focus on music again one more time before I get into more exercises. And that is Roshu's or some other classical etude. Uh, that you know really well. So there's like this one. But what you can do is take that piece of music, but play it in a different clef. After that, you could say, all right, I'm gonna play the whole thing up an octave from bass clef. leads me to my next point, which is we have to get the notes to come out first before we can expect to use them. So that means it's going to be small and squeaky a little bit at first before it becomes a full-fledged note. So what do I mean? So I want to, instead of playing high B flat in first, you can play it in fifth, right? And so we glist like that and then B and C. D flat, D, okay, you're not going to be able to reach that at first, but at, what was happening when I do that is I'm pushing the air faster and compressing going, you can see that I'm not building tension, I'm not pushing hard. So I would do that exercise. I would go up slowly using those long positions to get those notes to start squeaking out. So after you've done that, tonguing exercise up into the upper register. Right, and you can move that up in half steps. I don't need to show you how to do that. I know you can do it. So you're practicing articulating in the upper register. So sometimes students get stuck, at least I did got stuck for a long time on getting the D out, the high D, right? So a great way to do this is to play a note that you're comfortable with in one of the long positions to get onto that partial. So meaning the D has its own partial. If you go out to A, find the A out in sixth, and gliss up to the note that we're trying to reach. As you bring it in, you're pushing the air faster and comp compressing the ah to the E 
so that you can get that note to come out. So you start on a note that you're comfortable with in a long position and then try to go up to the note that you're reaching for. All right, two more things. Okay, directly tied to articulation. This is something that Wycliffe Gordon showed me is doing what they call a crack tone. All right, so a crack tone is exactly what it sounds like. You're hitting the notes as hard as you can using the tongue to create an explosion of sound. I'm not gonna play it because it's super loud and it should sound like a smack. It's like crack, crack, crack. So you would go ta, 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 ta. Be snappy and be cracky and poppy maybe. It's gonna have that crack and you're gonna do it like ta, ta, ta. And then you go up a half step, so maybe F, F sharp, and getting into the upper register. So what is this doing? This is helping your tongue and air explode together to create a, this really loud sound that is going to really resonate on your horn. It's going to really bring it to life if you're doing it correctly. And so you probably won't be able to do it all the way up to the notes that you can reach. Like if we just are starting to reach up to that high F, you're not going to be able to do a crack tone on the high F right away. And keep in mind, all this stuff is tiring you out while you're doing it. So you need to make sure that you're waiting till the end of the day um, and nothing else has to happen after this except maybe a cool down or warm down. Not a gig, not more stuff to play. Like these are exercises that I would do at the end of the day to build up that endurance and, and range. As you can tell, what I'm passionate about with the upper register, making sure you don't develop tension because the tension is your enemy. And the last thing that I want to show you today uh, is thinking about development of the musculature inside of your chops. So I'm not an expert on this. If you want to get super uh, detailed into it, I would look up the Caruso trumpet routines. But the idea is to kind of wear out and strengthen the muscles in your chops, the corners. People talk about strong corners and all that stuff. And I think there is a place for it but it's not the only part, right? We're talking about air and musculature. If I'm feeling like I'm getting tired too easily, if I'm feeling a little run down uh, in terms of how my endurance or upper register, I'm gonna try to do some strength training via these Caruso type exercises. His exercises are a little bit different, but we play long tones. Instead of breathing like normal, we're gonna breathe only through our nose and we're not gonna move the horn off of our face. So you can play long tones as normal. See how I'm breathing through my nose? I'm not moving my horn off my face at all. I'm breathing slowly. It goes out of time. I'm keeping a horn on the face because we're trying to get as much face time without adjustment as possible. Other long tone exercises that I like to do is more of like a snake long tone where we go by interval. So we'd go. This is because I'm not focusing on articulation, I'm focusing on doing this and controlling the air, staying relaxed. Minor thirds and then major thirds, major perfect fourths, tritone, etc. So the interval gets smaller from a starting pitch. So all of that is well and good. I would do that in the middle register. Maybe I'd do it on B flat. And then I would actually do long tones in the upper register. So starting on maybe a Remington on, on the high F and then also doing that, those snake-like long tones in the upper register. So I've just given you 
years of stuff to work on and I want you to think about staying relaxed. I want you to think about the vowel sounds. I want you to think about doing these exercises and how they relate to music. Because if you get really good at playing high note exercises, it does not mean you're gonna be good at playing high notes when you're sight reading music or improvising. So I know that was a lot. Watch the video again, check out all the exercises and start playing music in the upper register. I guarantee you, you will figure out how your body can help make those upper register notes happen if you take the time to be aware, to work on these things, work on the air, work on the musculature, do the Crusoe stuff, do it at the end of the day. Don't do it for too long, 10, 15 minutes tops. And uh, in a couple of years, you'll be playing all the high notes that you wanna be playing. It's not a race. It's a marathon. Just keep that in mind. It's not a race. All right, so happy practicing this week, and uh, we'll see you back here for the next one.